Welcome to Leading on Purpose with Nicole Bendeley. What does it take to lead yourself and your teams to high performance with ease? Today, you'll discover simple practices that separate exceptional leaders from the rest. Now, here is your host, Nicole Bendeley. Hi there. Welcome to this episode of Leading on Purpose. I'm Nicole Bendeley, and I'm so excited for this episode. I've been waiting for a while to interview my guest today, so I'm really excited um, to dive in. You know, today, my guest, Suzanne, who I'll interview or introduce you to in a minute, um, Suzanne's going to focus on a topic um, that really focuses on a skill and a tool that I believe is one of the most powerful tools slash skills we have access to. In fact, Steve Jobs said, it's more powerful than intellect. It even powers every market decision Warren Buffett makes. And the U.S. Office of Naval Research is currently developing methods to measure the workings of it on the battlefield hoping to give soldiers the added edge in life or death situations. What is the it I'm talking about? Intuition. Intuition is a natural ability we're born with, yet it is so often overlooked in favor of the rational mind. The truth is we use intuition every day, every single day, whether we're really conscious of it or not, to help navigate through life, through work, difficult decisions, and more. And so today, my guest, Suzanne Ladenovich, will help you to discover how tapping intuition can connect you to your higher potential for greatness as a leader in any role with less struggle and far greater flow. And the benefits of sharpening your intuition may even surprise you. So let me introduce Suzanne to you. As a practicing intuitive for over three decades, Suzanne believes we all possess the ability to tap into our greatest potential. Her mission in the business world has been to help others to become their personal best and to prosper at whatever they love to do. As the founder of Marketing and Training Solutions, Suzanne offers a unique and creative flair in her approach to training, combining learning with fun for results. Having delivered training to thousands of people across Canada, in particular, on sales, customer relationship management, leadership, motivational, and personal development, her passion and specialty has evolved in the personal growth area and was ignited in the 90s with her curiosity and study in the field of energy work, exploring therapeutic touch, Reiki, emotional freedom technique, beam therapy, and more. As an active public speaker, Suzanne offers her subject matter expertise at various conferences for a variety of corporate institutions and organizations. Suzanne, thank you for joining us today. Welcome. Thank you for the wonderful introduction and thank you for the opportunity to share this chat with our listeners. I'm excited too. I'm so excited to dive in. And you know where I love to start, Suzanne, is just, just to share a little bit about yourself. Tell us about your journey to how you, you know, arrived at how you have arrived at where you are at today, helping leaders to, you know, not only tap into their intuition, but develop the skills needed for their own personal and leadership growth. Right. Well, this actually goes back to the tender age of five years old. And uh, this is going to be a, a long story, very short, I promise. I remember lying in bed thinking to myself, uh, trying to get to sleep. It was probably around midnight. 
I was thinking, why does everything have to be so complicated? Why don't people just tap into their own magical abilities? Mm. And at that time, yes, I was referring to intuition and I didn't really have a name for it. I just knew that there was an easier way to do things with less struggle to have more, you know, joy and fun in your life. And I know at five, we're not thinking about paying the bills, et cetera. However, I, it was clear to me that there was something that I could do. And that was a defining moment that really allowed me to see the path that I'm walking now. And I started back at five years old and I, I didn't know how I was going to do it. You know, I thought at one point I'll be a concert pianist because I studied music and then law school and oh boy, uh, I, I admire everybody in every profession. It's not for me. So I thought somehow by following my own intuition, it will guide me into this place where I am now. And um, throughout my my journey from, you know, my childhood years into high school, into university, I was always able to read, to intuit other people's needs were, and to be able to recognize their potential and always inspired to encourage them to follow their heart and their intuition. And I thought, geez, that would be so great to do this full time as a job. And it just happened that, you know, I, I went into sales and then uh, uh, some leadership roles and then into professional training and development where I, where I am now. That was 27 years ago. And somehow everything just came together with the soft skills training and intuition became sort of the forefront of everything that I was doing because I was focusing on it and I love it and I'm passionate about it. And it really is a tool, as you say, a skill and an ability that we all possess. So why not use it? I love it. Thank you. Um, thank you. And I know how passionate you are about this subject and you live it every day and help others too as well. So listeners, everybody, leaders out there, you're going to walk away uh, with some really powerful new awareness. So let's, let's start from the basics, Suzanne. So what is intuition at the end of the day? What is it? Okay, I'm going to give um, a short definition. And then uh, a second, slightly longer definition, which speaks to how intuition serves us, which is really important. Great. Uh, so, yeah, the, the basic definition, um, and I'm just looking at what I always uh, speak to when I'm presenting, it's the ability to understand something immediately without the need for conscious reasoning, meaning it's not a cognitive process. There isn't any thinking involved. It's just knowing without knowing why uh, it can be. Um, just a gut instinct or a feeling, a spidey sense. It could be something in our heart. Um, and it really is basically arriving at information uh, without thinking. And this intuition, as you noted, Nicole, this is something that is innate within, within us. We're born with this. It's, it's nothing that we have to really uh, develop. It's just there. We just have to allow the expression mm. of intuition. And the real function is, it's our internal GPS, if you will. It's our internal guide that helps us uh, in our life. It leads us to make, you know, the right decisions along the right path. And it's actually connected into our soul individually, our, our heart desires, goals, our um, higher self, our higher potential. So it really is... Um, a tool that guides us, as well as something that allows for us to tap into our greatness. And not only the greatness of ourselves, but it's actually a way of connecting into others 
and a way to read their needs as well as our environment and even the universe. So basically it covers everything. So I love the word allow. So let's unpack a few things that you said there. What do you mean by allow instead of sort of develop or force? What I mean by allow really is uh, because we can't force intuition. It's like love. You can't force it. You have to allow the expression of it. And, and most of the time, intuition will just tap us on the shoulder. Hmm. We're not even looking for it. So we just, when I say allow, allow that moment um, in terms of paying attention to it as opposed to dismissing it. And we're all too quick to just say, ah, that's something that's weird feeling. I can't believe that. That's not logical. Well, that's the point. It is outside of logical reasoning. It is like a higher form of intelligence that just comes down and says, you need to know this. You need to go and check the stove before you leave. And then you find Mm -hmm. a burner on. Or, you know, you have to take your car in for servicing. And then the mechanic says, boy, your fuel pump is about to go Good thing you brought, well, you have no idea, was your intuition. So when you actually open up to receive and you allow, you're clearing that channel of guidance to come through. And it is surprising because there's so many things that, you know, can can turn your life around by just simply opening up to receive. Hmm. Okay, that's beautiful. And so... It's where does intuition live? Is it a right brain, you know, activity? Is it an activity? So just high level, the science behind it, where, where does that, where does it really live at the end of the day? Okay. A good question. Intuition is a faculty of the mind and, and it works with our other faculties, uh, memory, will, imagination, reason, um, I don't know if I'm missing, perception, right? Mm. So it isn't, it isn't anything foreign. It's just part of who we are. So it lives with all, within our mind. That, that's the answer. And it's a special kind of uh, ability because it often will overtake or consume us to the exclusion of everything else. And it's not anything we have to effort to do. Again, it's just allowing. So it's a faculty of the mind and it's something that is there. And when we learn to focus on moments where intuition has shown up for us and it manifests in different ways, and we understand that the more we pay attention, the more we focus on this, the more our ability to be intuitive daily without effort will grow. Because as you know, whatever you focus on, And so what are the different ways that it manifests within people? Can you give us some examples of that? Like I know for me, I'll I'll have a sensation in my, literally in my gut, right? Mm -hmm. Where, you know, I can tell by how my stomach is feeling if this is a good decision or not, right? If it's not, I'll be more anxious in my stomach type of thing. Well, that's absolutely uh, uh, a very common way that it manifests, and it does get our attention when it when it comes through the solar plexus. Other ways uh, intuition can come through, and we don't even realize it's intuition. It would be a, a moment of clarity, just mm. clear, clear knowing, instantaneous download of an idea. 
and uh, the, you know, solution to a problem, the answer to something that we mm-hmm. were asking ourselves earlier during the day. So uh, this is actually called, getting technical here, claircognizance. And many business leaders operate with claircognizance. And, and they're not even aware of it because they're not thinking to put a label on it. But this essentially is, you know, uh, what great leaders do. They just operate and they're at such a high level of expertise that they're tapping into the highest potential and claircognizance comes through, along with sometimes even a vision, and that's clairvoyance. And most mm. people think of a fortune teller and like the ball and all of that right. cards. But really clairvoyance is rather than vi- uh, visioning and trying to create a mental picture, it is receiving images of something uh, that is in your environment um, that sometimes you can even dream about. That's called a premonition, like a precognitive dream, or it would just download with uh, a simple knowing. So you get an idea and then you see what that new logo looks like, for example. Right. Interesting. So can I share with you an example? And if, and, and just to confirm if that's clear, clear, clear cognizance, is that the term? Uh, or claire cognizance claire cognizance so you know um i recently as you know suzanne and and a number of my listeners know i've transitioned right from heading up my family business of k and co to being the executive director of the waterstone culture institute which i'm super excited about but that my rational mind when the opportunity presented itself to me was nope doesn't make sense right now. I had all of these reasons, logical reasons, why not to make the move now. It was not within my plan. My plan was five to seven years, you know, sell the business and and then move on. And so my, my rational brain took over. And then, you know, a few days, maybe two or three days after the opportunity had presented itself to me and I was saying, no, 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 my rational brain was saying no. I literally sat up at three in the morning on a Sunday morning out of bed and said to myself, in my head, I heard this voice, you're an idiot. (laughs) This is an important opportunity. You need to look at it differently and it's all going to work out. And so, and it did. And so, and it was absolutely the best decision. Um, But if I'd only listened to all of the black and white reasons, logical, rational side of me, that may have been fear-based of not wanting to take a step like this, is, you know, I may not have have taken advantage of this opportunity. Um, And so is that an example of intuition or claircognizance? That's absolutely an example of intuition. And when you said the voice in your head, we're talking about clear audience. And all, a lot of times um, people will hear an inner voice. It can be their own voice or another voice. And literally uh, that in combination with the clear knowing, you're an idiot. I'm not trying to say you're an idiot. That's, <laughs> it that's literally a, said, yeah. Nicole, you're an idiot. <laughs> no, that, that's a classic example of intuition. Okay, beautiful. And, and so... You know, why would Steve Jobs, right, say, and when I think of Steve Jobs, I think of a highly intellectual, you know, individual. Yes, he's hugely creative, absolutely. But also, I I think of him almost as a balance of right and left brain Mm -hmm. um, person. And so, why would Steve Jobs say, 
you know, intuition is more powerful than intellect. And we're going to move to break in a couple of minutes. But just why is it? Why is it so much more powerful? My my answer, I'm, I'm not speaking for Steve Jobs, but just relating to this, this uh, what Steve Jobs uh, speaks to with respect to intuition, the intuitive intelligence is smarter than we are. It's the higher form of our mm-hmm. intelligence that uh, literally knows best and relates to our soul goals, our purpose, and you know, leading our lives and leading others and leading not just on purpose, but deliberately for greater things. And that's why, you know, that statement rings true with me. Absolutely. So are there a couple of myths, you know, common myths that we should bust right now about intuition that may hold people back from really tapping into it? What's the biggest myth? Um, uh, the biggest myth is that uh, you are, we don't really have access, that we are uh, blessed with this ability, which is true in the sense it's a gift, but that we don't all have access. It's not accessible to, to the average person. And that is the myth. So we all have it. We yeah. just need to allow it and listen to it. That's right. That's right. All right. Well, when we come back from break, that's exactly what we're going to have Suzanne help us with. How do we tune into it uh, more effectively? How can we allow it so that we can make better decisions, right? So mm-hmm. that we can even maybe find or listen to, you know, our true path in life, right? Are we leading on purpose? Are we living our best life? Are we going in the right direction? Um, you know, my intuition has been, um, I've been really trying to tap into it these days in my personal life, whether we should move, where should we move to? Does this move feel right or not, right? There's so many areas in our life that our intuition if we don't listen to it, <laughs> we may go down the wrong path. So learning how to tap into your intuition is critical. And we're going to explore exactly how to do that when we get back from break. Stay tuned. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. Leading a team today can be hard, but it doesn't have to be a struggle. With Kenco's self-paced e-course, leading high-performance teams, you'll gain everything you need to build the cohesion, communication, and engagement needed for your team to thrive. Right now, save 30% off the e-course. Plus, Nicole, host of Leading on Purpose, is including two coaching sessions with her at no extra charge. Use promo code VA30 when you visit KAND. .co slash ecourse. That's promo code VA30. Would you like a complimentary strategy session with Leading on Purpose host Nicole Bendeley? Nicole and her team have been making it possible for leaders to achieve exceptional results with ease for over 40 years. Nicole will help you to discover what's getting in your team's way from even better results and will share with you the simple practices that will make a big difference to your performance and theirs. Visit kand.co slash strategy and book your session with Nicole today. That's kand.co slash strategy. 
It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned into Leading on Purpose with Nicole Bendeley. Find out more about Nicole and her company, K&Co, and check out her suite of leadership tools and resources at kand.co. Now, back to Leading on Purpose. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. So we're going to dive into how to tap into our intuition in just a second. But if you want to learn more about Suzanne and the various programs she offers, um, you can reach out to her directly at sue, S-U-E, at M as in Michelle, training.com. That's Sue at mtraining.com. And you can connect directly with Sue and um, explore all of the different offers, offerings she has for leaders and organizations. So right before break, we started touching on some of the myths. And Suzanne, you were saying the biggest myth is that a lot of people just assume not everybody has intuition. It's something that you're you're born with or you're not, or you know how to, you know, you've got that skill or you don't. And that we've blown that myth up, right? Everybody is born with intuition. It's just a matter of allowing it. What's right. another myth? Is there another myth that you come across? Um, we can't rely on our intuition. Ah, say more about that. Um. A lot of people will uh, share stories and say, you know, I followed my intuition and it didn't turn out. And, you know, I don't want to be too quick to jump in, but oftentimes they believe that it was their intuition speaking when it really wasn't. Because when you're really able to identify what intuition is for you, how it manifests, you know, um, then it becomes it sounds like a double negative here, not possible. You can't not pay attention. Mm. And, yeah. And um, the other thing is sometimes our intuition will become muddied. We'll have a clear knowing or a visual or an inner voice speaking to us. And then all of a sudden we'll ignore it because of the, you know, uh, situation in our lives and we're just um, thinking about too many other things and we get distracted and then that message is no longer so clear and when we act on it we might not be acting on the purest form of intuition when we do tap in and we do allow rather to ourselves to follow the intuition it usually will lead us on a better path than we are on now and sometimes the ultimate path. Hmm. And so from that then, Suzanne, is the very first step then noticing and understanding how your intuition manifests for you? Is that the first step in really developing it or, or allowing it? I would say so, because um, how how are we developing something unless we can identify what it is, mm-hmm. <laughs> how, you know, how it, pl- it plays out in our lives? And I've suggested to a lot of clients, you know, keep a log, keep a log and note throughout the day 
experiences that you have where things fall into place, where you might think of an idea or somebody and then the phone rings and that's that person. These are all, you know, uh, incidents, uh, experiences with intuition. And when we do that, we're literally bringing to our attention how intuition is playing out and recognizing the situation, how we feel with that experience, Mm -hmm. the outcome of the experience. Did we follow it? Did we deny that feeling that we had and not follow through? What was the, the consequence? that, you know, um, that played out. So by really uh, focusing and giving attention to our intuition as it's already working in our lives, that's one way we can even look back in retrospect and say, oh, oh years ago, I had a feeling to uh, change the course of my career. And, and I, instead of five years, I decided, I'm thinking about you, to do this like immediately. And boy, did that ever pay off in spades. And I was allowing myself to really be guided by, by my higher, you know, intellect, my higher reasoning. And so when, when we pay attention, we make note, it helps to strengthen that channel connection or expand it, in other words. So that's mm-hmm. what one definite way. Yeah. And so what I'm hearing, Suzanne, is it's also is one way to sort of in the moment of decision making or throughout a decision making process, let's say as a leader, right? Um, to shift from the logical approach and facts and reasons for a decision and notice intentionally shift our attention to our body and notice the feelings that we're having in our body when we think about the decision that we're making. Is that something as well that we can do or am I making things up as I go. <laughs> oh, you're absolutely on, on point with what you just said, because uh, first of all, there are two ways that, that we experience the intuition. It just calls upon us, taps us on the shoulder. The second way is that we can deliberately tap into intuition. And I'm saying we can do this with, with very, with, without effort. We just allow ourselves to connect into an experience where we recall how intuition served us and, or, you know, uh, an experience where we're, focused in the present moment and oftentimes even meditation will allow for us to do this even one moment of meditation so when we're really focused on um, a question it's hard because we start to use reason and we're ignoring the intuition what we want to do is maybe just ask ourselves the question and for every question there's an answer on the other side and our intuition will come through with that guidance and what we just to, again, as allow. So to be deliberate and purposeful, making a decision, saying, geez, I have to make a decision. I don't know who I should call, if I should staff up, or, you know, if am I really limited with my resources? And then ask yourself the question, and then your intuition will come through. As that inner voice, it might say, oh, no, you're fine. Call Bob. And, and then, you know, you call Bob, and Bob is thinking to call you. It, it really is a matter of posing the question. And allowing for your your intuition to come through and be ready to receive whatever comes through, even if it's illogical. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then to trust it by trying and then seeing what happens. Right. A- absolutely to trust. And the trust is is really the key thing. And the only way, as you uh, just stated, is to practice using the intuition just to practice and note the experience because at the beginning, it's like riding a horse. You get in the saddle, you fall off. 
You know, you're not going to just go cantering through the fields. Sometimes you will. And I'll tell you, if you're not trying and you are less attached to what it is that you want, it becomes so much easier to produce or get the answer, you know, solve the problem. And it just downloads, especially when you're not focused on it anymore. It'll just come by and say, hey, here's the tap. You called, you asked the question. Here's the answer. It could be that night where you sleep on something mm-hmm. in the morning and you have the full download. You could write the book. <laughs> right. Yeah. And so then, you know, my assumption is that when we, when we're mindful, when we practice mindfulness and we're able even just for a minute or two, like you said, or longer to clear our brains, <laughs> right. To still the thoughts that overwhelm our minds, overwhelm us throughout the day, then would we be more likely to allow our intuition to to hear our intuition more easily or tap into it. Does meditation and mindfulness make it easier to allow? Basically? Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, any type of uh, meditation or even energy work is uh, mm. integral to uh, facilitating uh, intuition coming through. Uh, and the simple reason is that we're allowing ourselves to connect into the present moment and pay attention to those subtle signs that we'll, we will experience. Uh, even synchronicities in, in our lives. You know, as we're thinking of a decision, then all of a sudden we turn on the TV. We want, we want to know, should we buy that Honda Prelude? And there's a commercial or somebody right. says, oh, I love my Honda Prelude. You should really get this as your next car. It just, it really does grow. But the, the way to get there, to tune out all the you know, mental chatter and to turn that, as you say, the rational left brain from working off uh, uh, over time, rather, you don't want to turn it off because when you're using intuition, it's the whole brain. And you're leading with with the right so that you can receive those downloads, so to speak. Mm. But, but the meditative moments, anytime you can, uh, you know, take time for pause. Or you, I know I appreciate if you're running teams and you're with staff, you can't just say, hey, I'm going on a retreat or on a hiking trail right now. Yeah. <laughs> you have yeah. to stay on course with the game. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And, and that's also a myth. I'm I, like, I, I'm going to try and bust here is that. In order to practice mindfulness or to learn how to meditate or to really tap into your intuition, you've got to go to these new age retreats, you know, and do, you know, a week of silent meditation and all of that, right? Be in silence for a week or what have you. But that's just not the case. We can do this daily, little things every day to notice, right? Allow, practice. Right, right. Yeah, and you forgot drink the blue Kool Aid too. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, um, uh, we we can do this uh, from the seat of our office chair. Right. And we don't. It's nice to have the experience of going on a retreat and you know eating green and clean and all of that kind of good stuff. And that does add to our uh, our experience and heighten our awareness. And if we don't have that luxury, especially you know under our circumstance now, uh, to run around and do all these things we would ordinarily do, we don't have to worry because really it's just going deep within at our our hearts and our soul, and we get there. 
regardless yeah. what our outside circumstance looks like. And that takes a little bit of, of, of focus and being mindful. And it, it, the payoff is huge because once you activate and you open up that channel fully because it's there and sometimes it's a bit blocked, then you can't stop it. And why would you want to stop it if it's serving you well? Well, I feel I'm always, you know, surprised. This is one of those topics and skills that I feel should be in, you know, intro to life 101 <laughs> or intro to, exactly. you know, leadership, you know, 101. It, it reminds me of, um, but it's not, right? It's not yeah. something that's mainstream, part of your conferences and, you know, you know, uh, curriculum that you're going to find at your workplace. But it, it, I think about my kids, right? In kindergarten, starting in kindergarten, my boys are eight and almost 11 now. But from kindergarten, they were taught mindfulness. They were taught how to practice mindfulness, how to notice. They, they called it their engine. Is their engine high? Is it low? Is it just right? What to do if it's high? They're taught still today how to recognize their emotions and what they're, how their feeling affects what they're thinking and what they're thinking affects what they're feeling and how to to be really, you know, conscious of that and how to, how to manage that. And if that was a skill I had learned in kindergarten and in early years, man, my life would have been, you know, it, it, it would have been less of a struggle. And um, so intuition for me is the same thing. This should be part of our learning early on in life on how to notice and tap it. And I really believe that it should be part of our management curriculum, leadership, team development, how to listen to yourself and leverage your intuition. So why isn't it mainstream? Good question. And I agree with all your points. And I'm very uh, uh, happy to hear that your sons were introduced to this mindfulness and, and everything along the lines of intuition so early, it, it is making a difference now. I know that. And I also think maybe we were born in the wrong time or right. I didn't do enough work as a younger person. Um, and we, we've always been, you know, a society where we're driven to perform and it's all about results and analytics and metrics and yada, yada, yada. And it isn't that we haven't used our imagination or intuition. It's just that we haven't had that emphasis placed on intuition as being a useful skill. Uh, and it's really important that now, and I agree fully with you, that this should be um, front and center with all the curriculum, especially for leaders, leading in whatever capacity, whether it's, you know, your household or you're leading in an organization, a team of 500 people in a cluster. It really is so important. And, um, and that is really my, my end goal. Yeah, do. it is. That is your purpose, right? Is to is to serve others in that way to help people to, you know, have more people have access to this. And so, you know, it reminds me of of emotional intelligence. You know, Daniel Goleman's work on emotional intelligence, and that was brand new, right? That really shifted the world of work from looking at IQ to EQ and how EQ is so important 
all about relationships. And you mentioned something early on in the in the episode, Suzanne, about intuition just isn't about self. It's also about others, right? So is intuition then a part of emotional intelligence and a part of both self-awareness as well as social awareness and building relationships? Like where does it fit in there on the building relationships piece? It, it, it is all interrelated. And I like to uh, say that intuition, or I'm going to refer to as intuitive intelligence. So you've got Mm. IQ, EQ, emotional intelligence, social intelligence, and you've got intuitive intelligence. You even have heart intelligence, um, which is- Is heart intelligence different than intuitive intelligence? Uh, they're bookends or two sides of the same coin. Um, it, the, when you move into heart intelligence, it really, it, it isn't a faculty of the mind. Uh, the heart feels, but yet the heart also knows. And as we move uh, from emotional intelligence, and I'm passionate about EQ, um, we see that intuition does play out. Intuition is outside of any sort of thinking or trying. It does bring about greater self-awareness so we're more connected with who we are as beings and and to become the better you know leader from within so that we're better in our relationships with others and it is something that happens naturally and is a complement and it literally facilitates emotional intelligence social intelligence even our iq as experts to become even better at pioneering new ways to do things so i don't really ever separate it out other than to say that let's just do this in order to give attention to it to develop it a eh? mm-hmm. and then see how it works harmoniously with all of our faculties and all the other disciplines that serve us well i love that i love that and you know i find that in in today's you know day and age so many of us as leaders work with our heads down right we have so much on our plate so much our our shoulders are overwhelmed weighed down with all of our responsibilities some some leaders have you know uh, a large team and being able to connect with each member of those the large, each member of their team is challenging on a in a meaningful way, and so we end up working with our heads down, going through our to do list, working harder, longer hours. But what's really needed is to lift our heads up, look around, and notice notice self, notice how we're feeling, notice what our intuition is telling us about our day, our team, whatever it might be, and then notice others, right? When we can tune in at a different level about with another team member and just ask questions, should I be reaching out to them? You know, they looked a little off on that call. Should I, or on that Zoom meeting, should I reach out to them? So I'd like to explore some practices there on how we can notice what we should be noticing what questions we could be asking ourselves um, to really build those meaningful, use our intuition to build more meaningful relationships so that it doesn't have to be such a struggle, like you said earlier. So when we come back from break, let's explore a little more of that. So stay tuned and we'll be right back with Suzanne Ladenovich. Stay tuned. Voice America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa or Google Home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast on TuneIn. 
Would you like a complimentary strategy session with Leading on Purpose host Nicole Bendeley? Nicole and her team have been making it possible for leaders to achieve exceptional results with ease for over 40 years. Nicole will help you to discover what's getting in your team's way from even better results and will share with you the simple practices that will make a big difference to your performance and theirs. Visit kand.co slash strategy and book your session with Nicole today. That's kand.co slash strategy. Leading a team today can be hard, but it doesn't have to be a struggle. With Kenco's self-paced e-course, Leading High Performance Teams, you'll gain everything you need to build the cohesion, communication, and engagement needed for your team to thrive. Right now, save 30% off the e-course. Plus, Nicole, host of Leading on Purpose, is including two coaching sessions with her at no extra charge. Use promo code VA30 when you visit kand.co slash ecourse. That's promo code VA30. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are tuned into Leading on Purpose with Nicole Bendeley. Find out more about Nicole and her company, K&Co, and check out her suite of leadership tools and resources at kand.co. Now, back to Leading on Purpose. Okay, welcome back, everyone. So, before break, we were talking about how it really is, it can become easy and habitual to work with our heads down. And in order to tap into our intuition and in order to actually be the best leader possible, we need to lift our heads up, look around and, and ask different questions, connect with our team members and, and others. Um, so, Suzanne, let's explore that. Let's explore what leaders can do to tune into the environment in which they're working and connect with others. Okay, well, when we start following our own intuition as leaders, what's right for us, we begin to naturally connect into what's right for us in our experience working with others. Hmm. And that leads also to paying attention to uh, our intuitive knowings about other people. And we do this unconsciously anyhow with people, they walk in a room and we say, oh boy, there's something really bothering them. Well, how do you know that? They haven't even spoken. They just- Right. It's this energy, this feeling you get when you walk into a room, right? Whoa, this is off. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Or what's I just walked in on a difficult conversation. You know, you just know when you walk in. Yeah. Absolutely. So we intuit the, the, the mood, the needs uh, of other people all the time. And as leaders, when we're really tapped into our intuition and we're allowing it to, to flow into us and guide us, and also even asking our intuition for answers, then we become naturally attuned to our environment. And that uh, environment is in our life, especially in the workplace, our people. And, and we will have uh, even increased awareness of their, um, you know, just their energy that comes to us, not just in observing. We'll pick up on nuances like subtle signs. And that gives us an opportunity to ask 
our uh, employees or coworkers uh, questions, you know, how's everything going? I kind of sense something to lead that conversation Mm -hmm. so that we can uncover, you know, potential problems from happening. Maybe somebody is stressed out and they're reticent to speak out. And we have an intuition that we should really address that, but we'll be able to find the words. We can even ask our intuition to, you know, have the words roll off our tongue so that we'll be able to broach that conversation. As leaders, we pretty much, you know, are used to doing this. How do we know unless we're tuned in? So once you start this, and I even said before, once we open up that channel, it serves us well. It's serving us because we don't live in a vacuum. Right. And we are interacting with our environment. So that's sort of a natural extension of our intuition. But we begin with the personal work so that we can activate this, this, this gift so that we've got a, a clear channel and we're operating um, I love that you're focusing on questions. One of the things that I do um, is, you know, let's say I'm about to have a meeting, an important, you know, let's say a business development meeting with a potential client, right? And I'll, I'll take a few minutes before that call and I'll clear my head and I'll think about, you know, the ideal outcome I would like. I sort of, I think about the, the client and what I know about them and their personality, et cetera. And then I clear my head again and I just ask, you know, what questions should I ask, right? What questions should I ask in this meeting? And then I'm quiet and I let the questions come and then I'll write them down. And that's, that's how I tune in before a meeting, Right. I is that is that a practice that you would would be helpful for people is just taking some time before a meeting and and thinking about, well, how should I show up? What questions should I be asking and see what comes? Absolutely. That is a a wonderful practice that you just uh, uh, described. And in fact, this is uh, also a demonstration of intuition coming through. Once that channel's open, mm-hmm. you won't have to think on the questions. All of a sudden, you're just putting it out there. It's like a request to the universe that you're connected with, and you will receive knowing about the questions. You might think, well, that's interesting. Maybe I'll just jot that down. And 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 you'll be led you know, further. This is 100% uh, a, a recommended practice. So thank you for suggesting that. <laughs> well, I think I learned it from you, Suzanne. It's probably you who I learned it from, but it's it. it served me. It has served me well, not just in, you know, asking the right questions for that meeting, but being very present mm-hmm. and in the moment with that person in that meeting, right? People can feel, people can tell even in a Zoom call or on the phone when they can't see you, people know when you're paying attention, when you're present and you're fully there, mind, heart, soul, everything for them in that meeting. And taking a few minutes in advance helps me get into that, um, that space. So, and I think it was you who shared that with me many, many years ago. So thank you. Thank you for that. Um, how do we, you know, it's interesting because when I think of intuition and we, we've used the word trust, how do we know when it's our intuition telling us to do something or, you know, that, yes, this is the right way to go 
versus wishful thinking, right? So I think about it when I buy Lotto Max or whatever, yeah. right? Oh, you know, I'll, I'll be, you know, at the gas station or at a grocery store and I'll see the sign. I'll be like, I was meant to see that sign. I'm, I'm meant to buy a lottery ticket tonight and my gut's telling me this is the one, right? How do you know the difference between this like wishful thinking and, and hoping um, versus intuition? Okay, that's a that's a very good question. That's the million dollar question or ten million dollar question because <laughs> of inflation. <laughs> um, uh, it, it comes through with such uh, a certainty of knowing, like you feel so right and confident, even if it's something that isn't supporting your, you know, the the, the way you want things to work out. Like I'm not, I'm not going to buy that ticket. Uh, because I'm only being wishful because I know I'm not going to win Lotto Max. And it's not a bad thing. Um, Sometimes our wishful thinking will take over and then we replace that and think it's our intuition. How you really know is that it's persistent. Sometimes it'll gnaw at you. Right. And and a lot of times people say, well, I'm going to ignore my intuition because every time I pay attention, it's not good. Well, what we're doing is trying to receive the intuition or allow it to come through so we can make better decisions uh, in the future and not buy that ticket. Because if it is, wishful, right, right. Yeah, but I do the same thing or, but I, you know, it's whatever you put out, whatever you project, the universe mirrors back. And sometimes I'll say, I'm going to get six bucks if I go back in on that scratch and it happens. And I fully expect it to, to play out. <clears throat> so yeah. are there some, uh, some games like, uh, you know, some fun things we can do you know, to, to test our intuition and, and, and to, to, to test our abilities, you know, like ask, I don't know, are there fun things we could do to play around with it? Um, there certainly are. And I'm thinking of just one thing that, you know, to, to play with children, because they're fun, they're not trying. It's a right. game, really. And that's why they're so accurate. In fact, you can pick their brains, and because they're downloading all sorts of good stuff, uh, would be asking a question, um, or to describe something in a box which is a very common one. And what does it look like? It can be anything. You don't have to describe as a name what's in the box. You can just talk about the texture, the color, you know, the size. Maybe it's empty. Mm. Uh, Maybe it's just like a a newspaper print of something, a picture in a box. It doesn't have to be a name because you're not allowed to touch the box. And then to do that and say, just describe um, uh, or list as many things that come into your your mind or your awareness as possible. And this is amazing because at the beginning, it, you get more hits than misses. But once you start to deliberately try and focus, and I say the key to allowing intuition and the answers to come through to problems, you know, or, or to the, the questions you ask, is really not to effort, not to try, mm-hmm. not to try. I, and that's that's the the real challenge um, that you'll identify uh, individually. You know, everybody will know when the intuition is really true. It comes through in resonance a certain way that you say, "Well, I'm confident. I have faith, no matter what. I don't right. care what people are seeing or not seeing. I know this to be the truth." And that that happens too when people say, "I'm not going to take the highway today. I'm going to take the back roads," mm-hmm. and all of a sudden. There was a tractor trailer crash and they would have been late for an appointment or something. Uh, and, you know, it's inexplicable, but to trust at that level. And again, it's just um, understanding this is fully accessible 
And even doing some games, as I just uh, gave you, or even there are a couple of resources out there. Yeah, what are the resources? What resources would you recommend, Suzanne? Well, there's one resource, and I know you have this. I read this book. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's funny because out of the gazillion books available, um, you know, we both uh, pulled up the same resource at the same time, synchronistically. Um, There is a book that's written by uh, Pam Grout, G-R-O-U-T. It's called E squared. It's actually the the capital letter E with the symbol squared sign. And it it has a a series of, well, actually nine do-it-yourself energy experiments that prove that your intuition really helps you manifest your reality. And, and there are, as you know, uh, lab reports at the end of every chapter. And it isn't work because t- uh, Pam has a very tongue-in-cheek style. And mm-hmm. she's informing us of, you know, everything we've covered here and more and ways to really hone in and practice using our intuition. And why would we want to do that? So we can manifest better results, be more deliberate, lead on purpose, and lead, you know, um, with, with less struggle. And, and so this is one uh, resource that's practical in that sense. That I love it. And, and I have to say, I, I devoured that book and I used the activities in the book and I had a lot of fun with it as well and some real surprises too along the way. So, um, and I'm a very much a um, sort of balanced right brain, left brain. I rely, you know, almost too heavily on logic and and practicality that I've had to learn over time to lean into my intuition, to be mindful, to tap into that. And it has served me. And I've been doing this, what, gosh, Suzanne, we've known each other, what, 15 years or, or something? 15 12, years. 15 years. Yeah, right? And I've been really leaning into that and it has served me um, really, really well in my in my decision making and, and the life paths that I've, I've taken. And so, Suzanne, on that note, you know, we only have a minute or two left, but what is your hope for our listeners? What do you hope for them? My hope is that our listeners recognize that intuition is, um, we're equipped with intuition. It's just, you know, who we are and that um, our listeners are practicing right now as we're speaking, following their intuition because almost overnight sometimes it just expands and it grows. It's not a process where we have to, you know, take, you know, five years to develop. It can just um, open up overnight. And this, I've seen this happen so many times uh, with it, so many clients. And the thing is, what we have to do is be more open to receive and less resistant and not worry about using our rational mind because we're going to do that, but really allow ourselves to give more attention to that intuition and, and trust because we're all capable. And we're, when we do follow our intuition, don't ignore it. We're going to lead our life on purpose. Love it. What we focus on grows, as you said, right? Just right. pay attention to it and lean into it. I love it. Well, Suzanne, as always, thank you, thank you, thank you for joining us today. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. 
And uh, for all the rest of you, thank you for joining us again this week. And I'm, I can't wait for you to join us again next week. And please, please, please help share the love, spread the word, share the podcast, like it, follow it, subscribe it. The more people who do, the more people we can help um, on my mission to help as many leaders as possible to thrive more and struggle less. So thank you all so much. Have a wonderful week and we'll talk to you next week. Thank you for joining us this week. Please tune in again for another edition of Leading on Purpose with your host, Nicole Bendeley, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel next Monday at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time. Have a wonderful week.